0: Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within, with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within.
1: Welcome to Cindy Connects. Today, my special guest is Cindy Harris. Welcome, Cynthia. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank
2: you. I'm super excited to be here. This is fun.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I know you have so much to share with us, so I want to jump right in. Okay. And first, I want to start out talking a little bit about For the Girls International, yeah, uh, which you're a co-founder of, yes. and it really is an, a ministry, really an organization that pours life into people that are connected with it. So tell me a little bit how that got started. Well,
2: it's, it's, really, it's really a funny story, but it's a cool <laughs> story at the same time. Um, back in, we actually started in 2008, so we are going on our eighth year this wow. year, which is unbelievable, to be honest with you. Um, but it was funny because my husband and I were worship pastors at a church, and music has been my whole entire life. If um, if anyone asked me what your calling, what's your purpose, it was music ministry yeah and to um, you know not only uh, be a part of you know ushering in the presence of God and, and just allowing him to explode in that place in the sanctuary during worship services, but to also I loved pouring into people that felt like they had a calling on their lives as far as it, if, if it was um, instrumentally, vocally, whatever that would be. And so we have been focused in doing it, that. And um, all of a sudden, God just spoke to me one day and just said, I'm gonna take you in a new direction. Wow. And it's funny because I don't know if that's ever happened to you in life, but you're going down this highway and it's smooth sailing and you're just going and you're saying, I'm very comfortable with where, wh- where I'm at right now, where I'm serving you, where my family is. Um, and then God goes, okay, I'm going to take you on this side road, and it's kind of like a, a bumpy road, and you kind of go, now, did I get off on the wrong road? That's actually <laughs> what I felt. But God began to speak to me that he's going to um, bring me into a place that not only was going to be outside of the church walls, because we were in full-time church ministry, mm-hmm. but he was going to take us outside of the church walls, and I was going to be ministering to women. Wow. And um, we joke around about it, and I hope nobody gets offended, but I just really wasn't a women's ministry kind of girl kind of girl. Um, I, I love everything that a girl does, but I had been used to working with musicians and, and, and just you know, being in that genre, and I never really was interested in getting involved in women's ministries or women's group or, or hanging out with a bunch of women full-time mom hat, you know, wife and and ministry. So it was a whole new transition for me. And um, when we would be, uh, you know, leading the congregation into worship, instead of looking, God just gave me a whole new perspective. Mm. Instead of looking at the whole congregation as a whole, I just saw women. I saw women of every age. I saw little girls. I saw teenagers. I saw Um, older women that were widows. And God just began to form this, my just heart grew, my heart enlarged. He just enlarged my heart. And what I found is that then everywhere I would go, um, women would come up to me and ask me something, or we'd be starting these conversations when I was like a busy girl, you know, I was, I have to do this to get to there. And I noticed even in Publix, that was really, because I, I prayed, God, you just begin to open the doors. If this is what you want me to do, then just begin to open the doors. And, you know, the first place in ministry was Publix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I my mean, favorite
2: place. I know. Well, it's probably because we're there a lot. Yeah. But um, I would just be doing my little cart down the aisles, and I would see a woman, you know, at the end. And, and just my heart would just, just, you know, I and I would just secretly secretively pray for her thinking that was my role and then all of a sudden I'd feel like this can you tell me where and we start this conversation wow. and and even with the cashiers you know we I, I instead of just running through and just saying have a great day or something your normal little christianese thing that you say when you leave you know I would hear about well my kids are sick or something and it just began to open up and then women began starting to come and talk to me about things that that have been buried deep inside of them that um, they hadn't even revealed to their husbands or their families. And they said, you know, this is just starting to come
1: up and the Lord keeps telling me to come talk to you, Cinda. That is amazing. Now, let me just ask you something before we hear a little bit more about the starting of it. Mm -hmm. Whenever we go through a transition Mm -hmm. out of our familiar into something new, like you said, God just took you on Mm -hmm. a different path. I'm I'm sure there was a struggle, you know, just a a wrestling of, Mm -hmm. am I going in the right direction? Mm -hmm. What were some of the things that helped you stay on that path of newness with God?
2: Well, I think because it was so new and so unfamiliar territory Mm -hmm. that um, it really, I could find myself really more dependent on God than I ever thought. (laughs) You know, I thought I was dependent on Him. I really did. Because I knew I needed Him. I knew that I couldn't do anything without Him, but I began to become more dependent upon Him. And um, the Lord would just, I mean, I'd have my, my morning prayer time, but it just ended up getting deeper, oh, deeper with Him. And then He would start revealing things to me. And, and just He gave me, I would ask Him for a word, and He gave me, he gave me a word and then I would ask him for a scripture to back that up and he gave me a scripture to back <laughs> it up. So anytime that I would start going, you know, start walking and I'd start kind of thinking, what am I doing? This isn't me or am I crazy? Or, you know, just all those thoughts that come yes. in and that just all really, absolutely. And, and I would always go back to the root of what he gave me, what he said that he would never leave me and, and that scripture that he said he was not only doing in my life, but it was going to be part of my message for the women. And, and it would play out. Every single woman that would come and talk to me, it would just be almost a practice, you know. I'd see um, a situation in their life they'd come and talk to me about. And then um, just we would just talk about certain things that she didn't know that I was going through these things, but I was relating it to this the transition time, the period that I was in right at that time, and begin ministering to them that way.
1: That's really fascinating. Now, I know you're a certified life coach. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that process of going through the training to become a certified life coach? Well, that was that was part of
2: the whole process. <laughs> I mean, just to let you know, my the, the co-founder of For the Girls, Tracy Metzger, um, I didn't even get to that part of the story, but she was on our worship team, and at the same time, God was speaking okay. to her. At the same time, um, we've been great friends, best friends over 20 years. And, um, At the same time, God was speaking things to her about ministering to women. I wonder, you know, she was going through her own struggles with depression at the time, and she was looking out on the congregation and and saying, I wonder what they're going through. And so what we did was we were talking on the phone, and I said, i got to share something with you. I haven't even spoken it out loud, and God's doing something really freaky with me and and inside of me. And she goes, let's meet. (laughs) So we met for coffee, and we both shared, and it was identical what God was showing us. that part of it then just starting for the girls we started for the girls just i mean and it's it's just a progression it's it's just that taking that one step yeah. we really we had a vision that god was showing us but we were actually just taking a few steps at a time and just saying, okay, lead us. Because a lot of times I will, I grew up in Oklahoma and I was around cows and horses. So I kind of um, illustrated as, you know, it's like I felt like God was, I'm the horse and God was putting the apple right here for me to, you know, go straight this way. And then he turned the apple over here and I'd go over this way That's just to good. get me to move forward. And... um Anytime it changed, it was even better than what we thought. It was even wow. bigger than what we imagined. But during that process, probably after the first two years of for the girls, I felt like the Lord was saying, Okay, I'm gonna take you on another. It wasn't just this side road now. It was a side road of the side road. Wow. And um during a time of worship, the Lord spoke to me and said, I've called you to be a life coach. And at the time, I didn't know what that was. I had never heard that term before. Uh, the only coach I knew was my son's football coach or soccer <laughs> coach. And so I remember at the end of worship writing that down because I was afraid I'd forget that word or that term. Wow. And um, went home that evening and Googled it. And when I read it, I was just like, this is exactly what I'm called to do. And so I began to just pray about it. And again, that's when that scripture came to me that God just said, this is your scripture. And um, I'd love to share it with you if yes, I can. Yes, do. Okay, it's in the book of Isaiah, and it's in chapter 43 in verses 18 to 19. And this is send a translation. But it says, don't dwell on your past, but be alert and be present from about to do a new thing. Oh, so with me, that talked about your past, that talks yeah. about your now season, and that talks about your present. And that's what God, that was the message that God had given me. He said, I'm going to have you speak life into women that are going through transition. Also, he gave me a picture that I'm called to be a spiritual midwife. Um, I have four children and they were all born different ways, you know, I mean. um, But I had a midwife and I know that um, I could understand how, you know, there's times that we have something inside of us and when we first find out that we're pregnant, we don't look pregnant, we don't feel pregnant, uh, you know, nothing has changed on the outside, nobody else can see that or identify that, but we've been told that we're pregnant. Yes. And I know in the spirit that I talk to women on a daily basis that go, (laughs) you know, and they don't look pregnant. People around them, family say, well, I don't recognize that, you know, calling. If they say, you know, God's told me to do this, or I feel like I'm supposed to start this, whether it's a business or a ministry, or whether it's it's to go on a one-time missions trip, it's just something that you feel like that God has more inside of you. There's more More, it's growing (laughs) and um, I take them through that process of of that growth I had to go through that personally in in asking God okay what does this mean to be a life coach I know that you've planted this inside of me you I'm asking you to grow it and what are my next steps and um, just by prayer by fasting and just really taking a lot of time just listening to the Holy Spirit. There were times, though, that I did have to um, put it on the shelf because I got overwhelmed. And I just heard a really cool thing um, because at the time I, I felt like, well, I'm putting it away because I'm scared. I'm fearful. I mean, this is going to really change our whole life and everything. But, um, but I heard a, a term this last week called productive procrastination. I like that. I I, I, I might have done some of that. And unproductive, but I want to hear about the productive side of it. The productive procrastination is when you're in that season of waiting. Okay. That God says, okay, I've given you this much so far. It's like when you're pregnant and you're you're almost full term and you're like, I'm ready to get this thing out. I mean, I've stretched as far as I can go. I can't get any bigger than this. It's time. And God says, it's not time. Because if you had this baby right now, it would have a harder time of survival and I need it to be full when it is birthed. And, and I felt like that was that time, that productive procrastination that I was I like, going, here, I'm gonna give this back to you, God. And it was during that incub, in, incubator, incubation. incubation period, that God just goes, okay, let me, let me breathe on you. You step back and then I will show you. And it was during those times that I had to walk through that process. It was running it was kind of looking and then it was stopping and it was letting go and sometimes it was like backing up and saying okay show me the whole picture show me what you want me to do and when I did let go and release it to him was when he would just drop things in my lap. Isn't
1: that interesting?
2: um, you know the Lord gave me this word that you're in a season of transition and I'm gonna bring you I'm gonna have I'm gonna bring you through this time but I want you to experience it so that when my daughters come to you and talk about that time of transition you not only say oh I understand I read that in a book or or I am so sorry I'm gonna
1: pray for you but I go I get it yes (laughs) it's so fascinating to talk about the process of being surprised by God Mm -hmm. in these two dreams that he's given you that have come to life about for the Girls International and being a life coach. Mm -hmm. And looking back, how would you encourage others who are beginning that walk of stepping into a place that they hadn't planned, they hadn't Mm -hmm. expected, but they know there's a a change and a bridge they're going to have to cross over to get where God has for them?
2: well I, I think the most important thing is that you know just just to be in prayer about it and to be mm-hmm. open about it and and a lot of times that's when I found the areas that I really um, had a lot of fear in my life you know mm-hmm. I had gone and I had grown into my comfort zone I really had I had grown into it and um, there were some things with me personally and with the women that I work with, a lot of times we have to look at the things If God's going to add something into your life. What are those things that need to be removed? Yes. And, and a lot of the things that I talk to women about is, is God's getting ready to take you into it. He's getting ready to do a new thing. It's like that scripture says, you know, don't dwell on the past. It doesn't say that the past is not there and it's never happened. Because I know that I know that everything that God, everything that I've been through in my past, God's going to use it for his glory and honor. And um, so it's like driving a car. You've got your rearview mirror. You can glance back. There's a reason why that rearview mirror, if we stared at it, then we would run off course or we would run into something. God has that there to remind us. That, um, that he's our story, that he's that hope that, that was always there and looking back on that. But then um, I start off with helping them identify, be present right now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: be alert, listen. One of the things that God did with me during that transition and that I work with women all the time is let's focus on his presence right now. Let's not worry about what's coming up and not let's not worry about our past right now. Let's just say, God, speak to me where I'm at right now. What do you want me to hear? And so we stay there sometimes. Um, it, everybody comes to me for, you know, they're in different stages of life. Um, some of them are in full-time ministry. Some of them are just learning about God mm-hmm. and they feel that wow. stirring. So. Um, we focus on those times you know just let's be alert and be present and God is getting ready to do this new thing and then we go into kind of that dream state where let's let's dream big let's dream big let's just put it all out there what are your passions you know with for the girls our mission is to awaken purpose that's good we want them to know not only who they are but whose they are Mm -hmm. because when we when God places us in that position even if it's in a great position and we're standing right where we know we are, or we're, even when we're in a position of transition, has so much to do with our posture. Because we can, I can be, I can know where I'm supposed to be, but if I'm like this and not knowing you know, that God's going to use me or that he loves me or is this where there's a difference when you go, okay, God, this may not feel familiar. This may not look familiar to me. It may not be comfortable for me, but I know you have me right now right where you have me and I'm ready to do whatever you call me to do. So it's that awakening that purpose and then igniting your passions. It's just finding out what each of us are passionate about. There's different passions in you than there are in me Mm -hmm. and I love that. I love how God created us so uniquely that there's things that I will cry about that you'll laugh about and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. God has put those things and letting us, I really understand that I am unique and that God's not only formed me uniquely, but he's placed me in this generation to make a difference and then to mobilize them. So it's awaken purpose, ignite passion, and mobilize women. And it's in that time of transition to say, okay, what steps can we begin to take? they most of them are baby steps just starting those baby steps sometimes you know a little bit you know ahead of you where you're gonna go other times it's just that faith it's by faith lifting up your foot and saying God wherever you want it to land I will step down on and so um, you know I think just having that personal experience I hired two life coaches when I was praying about, oh, really? mm-hmm, about becoming a life coach and um, You know, I just felt like if this is what, if this is what I'm called to do, I need, I need, I needed people to speak into my life. Mm -hmm. I really feel like that um, one of the biggest things, one of my biggest, um, I guess, passions is, is to be that woman that I needed. Okay. Even when I was in full-time ministry. I remember needing that person that had just gone a little bit further ahead of me, or a long further ahead of me, going, "Come on, Cindy, you're doing a great job, or I'm praying for you," or, "Yeah, that was stupid, what you just did, but get up, let's wipe the dust off your knees and let's just keep going." Um, I had a couple of people, but, but I yearned for more. I yearned for more, And, and I remember even as, as, a, as a mom, even as a, even as a teenager. You know, I was involved, I grew up in, in church, in, in a Christian home, and um, and I, looking back, I remember wanting some of the other moms to speak life into mm-hmm. me, or to love on me, and you know, say, you're so valuable, and um, God's got a plan for you, Cinda, and, and um, I think that that generation, or back at that time, they just weren't as vocal as we are right now, and I want to be that woman. Yeah, I be that be, one
1: who expresses that value to the person. You know, yes. it's interesting you brought up a point. We do have mentors within our sphere of influence mm-hmm. that pour into us, that are a step ahead yep. of us. But then sometimes we have to invest in that outside voice. Yes. That's a little outside of our preview, a little outside of our everyday life. Yes. So they have more of an objective perspective. Absolutely. in, in speaking into our yes. lives. And, I, and that's what you do in your life coaching. Yeah. So if someone wanted to hire you as a life coach, how would they get in touch with you?
2: Well, right now um, I just merged with For the Girls International. Okay. So I had my own private practice for mm-hmm. five years. And um, we just knew, God just said, it's time. It's time to do that last part of that mission. We've been working on in our conferences and different events and um, even the different outreaches that we do to awaken Uh, Women's purpose letting them know again how valuable that they are helping them identify what they're passionate about their giftings their talents But now instead of just knowing now it's time to do it And I really feel like that we're in a season of God says now. It's time to act now It's time to walk it's time to do that this generation needs every gifting and every talent that these women have
1: Oh, absolutely And no matter
2: what age I mean, God is using girls that that are in their teens already, and it just blows me away. And I have clients in their 70s that are saying, you know, I feel like God's given me something
1: new. And that's exciting. Yeah, it's that is. exciting. Cinda, I love the life coaching. I think it's such a valuable tool that people can come and really get some some tangible tools to be able to use and be able to move forward in what God's called them and even discover what God's called them to do. So tell them how to get a hold of you. Well, it's exciting because this year I have just recently
2: merged with For the Girls International So we now have a life coaching track program and I am now the the program director so I'm super excited about that. Um, They can contact me by going to our website which is www.ftgi.org and that's an acronym for For the Girls International. There's a tab that says life coaching, they just click on that. Um, I offer a 15 minute complimentary consultation over the phone. So if they have any questions, and then That's it gives good. us an opportunity to meet each other over the phone. I can pray with them. I can explain what my process is and just ask them a couple of questions. So, so they're able to really identify, yes, this is my season. Or, you know what, I'm going to put this on the shelf, because I really, my heart is not to reel people in, my heart is really to be available for, for those
1: that God says, now is your time, right. let's do it. Right. And you know, the thing I like about you, because you came and worked with our worship team. Yes. And it was... It was wonderful you. so you also work individually with people you have small groups that you do yes. as well as working with churches worship teams and businesses mm-hmm. so God has really expanded your territory yes. in yes. a lot of different arenas yes. Yes. so do you have like a little favorite testimony of someone or some business that you've worked with that you've seen a real fruit without revealing all about them Oh. Yeah. I mean, I honestly,
2: I feel like I've really got the best position. I got a front row seat and watching what God does right before my eyes. You know, it's amazing. But one of the stories that I have is that um, there was a lady that came to me um, a couple of years ago. I think it was two years ago. And um, she was just struggling just with life, um, Mm -hmm. just having a really difficult time and, and just kind of felt herself in a season of being lost. Her kids were grown which I hear a lot, Um, she had poured into her family, poured into her kids all of her life. They grew up, moved out of the house, and she was left with, okay, who am I? And I mean, yeah. it really got to that point. Um, I've heard of that happening, but it's just being able to hear these stories and and have never, you know, really struggled with depression, and all of a sudden they feel very isolated and lost. And and so her sister had um, had is in full time ministry and said, listen, I know a lady. I I want to give you her name. She called me the second we talked on the phone. I just knew, and she mm-hmm. knew as well. So. We began um, our coaching and just discovered certain things that she was passionate about from since she was a little girl. And I do go there. I do go there because I believe a lot of the dreams that we had, you know, um, started, God planted inside of us and we act those out and we'll play those out or we'll dream about them when we were little girls. And um, so we went back there. And um, just the whole entire process of just where she found herself, not only spiritually, but even physically. She and her husband had sold their big home. They were living out on a piece of land. And um, I just kept feeling, cause the Lord will speak to me, you know, while we're in our sessions. And I just kept feeling that, you know, it's, it's, there's something on your land. There's something on your land. So part of her homework, cause I give homework every week, part of her homework was to go sit out under a tree, on her property mm. and just pray, and I just really believed that God would meet her there. And as she did that that week, God revealed to her that she was supposed to start a horse farm. She um, got licensed wow. to be um, an equine assistant living specialist. I, I can't remember the names right now, but but she now has a full functioning um Horse farm, and they do counseling. They do therapy. Wow. We've done workshops out there for women and their daughters. Um, and she has now. She has homeschool groups that go out to the farm, and um, it's it's a full fledged ministry now that she has out there. And that really basically happened in a two month span. Wow. Normally, I I do ask for them to commit to three months. Um, but what you know just some of them are quicker and then some of them are a longer process and it just I keep telling people you know it we're all further along you know we're in different stages of our pregnancy and our spiritual pregnancy and and there's you know I am there to walk them through that process however short it is or however long it is
1: so that's one example that's amazing Mm -hmm. I mean just the excitement of of you know, not really knowing where you're mm-hmm. going and, and you've got dreams and hopes, but you don't quite know how to pull them out. Yeah. And just in that two month mm-hmm. span, because I know the place you're talking about, yeah. my friend takes her kids there for okay. homeschooling. Yeah. Okay, And yes. And I can't believe that that was birthed out of this session with you. I mean, I can't believe it, but to <laughs> me, it's, it's just that testimony that we're better together. Absolutely. And sometimes we Wait. just need that professional touch mm-hmm to come in and to help us evolve yeah. and, and discover the mm-hmm. things that are hidden inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is really incredible. Yes. And
2: that's what I feel like my role as that spiritual midwife is to say, You're not losing your mind. You are pregnant. God has (laughs) planted something inside of you, and let's stretch and let's go through the stretching together. Let's go through the growth together. And I remember when my babies were getting really big, and they would I wouldn't feel them move for a day or two, and I'd panic, you know, and I'd call my midwife. I have women call me going, you know, it's just it was so exciting a month ago and now I'm not feeling anything anymore and I go, Come on, let's let's do let's a session. And go. then I poke and prod and that baby starts kicking again. That's good. And we, we we just continue until we see
1: that thing birthed. Well it's so great to have you here. Thank and I want you, you to um, just be excited about what God is doing. I just yeah. see that refreshment yeah. of what yeah. God's <laughs> doing. But I'd like for you to just maybe pray over or just share something with the audience that's listening, because I feel like you've got something powerful Mm -hmm. to impart into them today. Thank you.
2: Um, Thank you, Cindy, so much. Yes, I just want to reiterate that scripture that the Lord gave me during during my time of transition. And that's, again, that's found in, in the book of Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And it says, don't dwell on your past but to be alert and be present, for I am about to do a new thing. And I really believe that we're in a season that God is stirring up this generation of his daughters. He's doing it with his sons too, but my lane is the daughters and focusing (laughs) on them. Um, But I believe that he's raising up this generation of his daughters to really, really identify that they were placed not only during this season right now for a purpose, but in this generation. And that you are needed, that your voice is needed. Every talent that you have, every gifting that you have is so valuable. Um, I see people just, you know, women that, um, that God is saying, it's, it's your time, it's your time to stand up, to rise up, mm. and, and to move and operate in those giftings. And you will be amazed at the change that will not only happen inside of you, that awakening that will happen inside of you, but like my husband says, uh, when when mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. And so, um, but when God does something and he transforms us, there's something that happens in our family and not only affects us, but it affects our marriages, it affects our children, it affects our grandchildren, it affects our communities, our churches. And believe it or not, it affects this planet. So I wanna encourage you just to, um, just to take time and just ask the Holy Spirit, what are those things that he has placed in you that no one else has? You are unique, you are called, you are appointed, and God has anointed you for such a time as this. And ask him, what are those next steps that you would have me do? So I'm just gonna pray for them, is that okay? Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, Father, I come to you right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, I thank you that, that they, that every ear that hears this, that God, that they're gonna take something, they're gonna take a nugget from it, even if it's one word, or even if it's not anything that Cindy or I spoke about, but God, that you're gonna reach out to them. And I thank you that you have planted something in every single one of your daughters, that you've planted something, and God, that it's gonna grow, it's gonna grow, it's gonna grow strong, And Father, that that you have a plan and a purpose for them. No matter what their past looks like, God, no matter what that looks like, that you are taking them to those new places. You're getting ready to do a new thing. And they are, their name is written all over it. So God, I thank you. I thank you that right now that you're gonna speak to them and that they are gonna be able to hear your voice louder and clearer than they ever have before. And God, you're going to begin to clear that path that they are going to begin to walk upon. And Lord, you're going to orchestrate every person that they need to come in contact with. And I thank you that you're going to surround them with people that are going to speak life into them. Father, that you're going to, you're going to take out the negative voices. And God, that they will only be able to hear your voice and those that are called to stand along beside them. Father, I thank you that you are pouring in your strength right now. That says you are ready and you are able to do this, what I've called you to do. And Lord, I thank you for that. And I thank you that that you have things in mind for your daughters that are bigger and wilder than we could ever imagine. And even if we're scared, that we will do it afraid. That we will say yes to you this very moment, this very day. We will say yes to you. And we thank you for choosing us. We thank you for loving us unconditionally. And we thank you for what you're about to do. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: And I would just tell you guys, go now to For the Girls International's website, F-T-G, For the Girls <laughs> FTGI dot Connect with Cinda, connect with what's going on there. They do conferences. Like I said, she has a a small study that she does in a group and individual one-on-one coaching. It will change your life. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stuart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hypercell, on iTunes.